This episode of the podcast is brought to you by QBs for Sale. QBs for Sale is a one-shop stop for all your QB needs with players like Justin Herbert of the LA Chargers, who's yet to not score a touchdown this season. Not to mention the freshly traded, still hot, Matthew Stafford on the other side of town with the LA Rams. With a record of 320 yards and three touchdowns, 278 yards and two touchdowns in the first two games of the season, you don't want to miss out. Need a QB with a lower capital? Not a problem. QBs for Sale even has budget options like Mac Jones, the rookie QB in New England. To save 15% off your next QB trade with QBs for Sale, use promo code YOURQBSUCKS. That's promo code URQBSUX and tell them the Bench Squad sent you. QBs for Sale. QBs. You only need one. You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box, okay? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. Sit down. Hello and welcome to the Bench Squad Podcast, where we enjoy pancakes on and off the field. I am, of course, Robin Choi, your host, with my co-host and our fearless commissioner, Brian. (laughs) And with us today, we have our guest host, Steve the team captain or team manager of I'm Projected 8 Now WTF. Hello, what's good? Thanks for having me, guys. All right, another crazy week of football, another crazy week of fantasy, um, some sad losses, some close wins. Uh, let's talk about it. Going straight into the recap, we had the Fanagy football team beating <laughs> the Saquon D's Butts, uh, Yuno's team, 92-90. to 90. We have Harry Christians beating the team, Team Che, Adam's team, 87-79. Team Ron Artest beating Fresh Prince of Allaire, 114-101. Pancake House beating, I'm projected 8 now, WTF, 133 by 117. Real quick, um, tell us about that, Steve. I, I don't want to talk about it. I think they should do a random drug test selected only for Derrick Henry, though. That's all I'm going to say. Why don't we sneak um, Aaron, Jones, Aaron Jones in there, too? I know, for real. <laughs> Last but not Wait, least. Wait, I thought it was, like, yeah, close, but Steve got killed. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, a whole player's worth. This is not just Derrick Henry. <laughs> no, but Derrick Henry scored for, like, three people. Yeah, just left yeah, them true. in the dust. Uh, last but not least, we have Alma Holmes. Pat My Chubb beating QBs for sale, the newly named team, uh, 117 to 103. The new name is just as bad as the old one, let's be real. <laughs> Honestly, it's just like advertisement, right? Yeah, now you're just selling out. Yeah, can I just like put my SoundCloud in as my team name? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that might be the move. All right, let's 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 go right into uh, week three matchups. Uh, Brian, do you want to kick us off with, with the first one? All right, we got uh, for the week three matchups, we got the Fanagi football team versus Aron Artest, uh, one of the hottest teams in my opinion right now. Um, and so I personally have to go with the guy who I feel like has a lot of good players, and that's uh, Matt. All right, Steve, who you got? Um, I got to agree with Brian. 
I think Mets <laughs> does have the better team. So I'm going with that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't disagree that Matt has the better team. Um, I just self-love, think... Self-love, man. <laughs> yeah, self-love. And um, I'm just hoping for some good matchups this week. Uh, Jonathan Taylor against Tennessee. Um, Najee against Cincinnati. I'm hoping for good ones there. Uh, Amari Cooper, maybe bounce back with the Philly game, hopefully a shootout. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you have a lot of players that could pop off. Like, you know, you never know when Mandrews is going to catch a lot of touchdowns or Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> but I think there's a lot of risk, too, because I think both Amari Cooper and Dale Henderson, they got injured last game. It's yeah. not really clear of their status for the upcoming game. You 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 probably want your players to be healthy and ready to go. And man, like, yeah. And I think when you're talking about just explodability, I feel like Matt's team has it in spades. Yeah. Like Tyreek Hill, you never know when he's going to get two full, full touchdowns, the whole length of the field. And Aaron Jones, obviously, as I learned, apparently <laughs> can score four touchdowns. He, uh, that's like more than a quarterback scores. And, you know, Lamar Jackson, the same deal. So yeah, I think you know, I th- I think you got a good shot. You have some good good players and good matchups, but I I, th- I don't I can't go against Matt this week. I have to agree. I think if you look at Rama's team, he has way too much unpredictability. It's like off the top of my head, like if you look at the first week score and the second week score, there's very too much. Like Mike Evans, he did complete like absolutely nothing the first week. The second week he goes off. Yeah. Matt Ryan first week he does nothing. Second week he does you know better same with Jonathan Taylor did nothing or did well well the first week did terrible the second week but like Robbins Robbins boom and bust like switches off you know like Amari (laughs) goes off the first week and then Mike Evans is quiet and then Mike Evans booms and then Amari is quiet so you know you he matches up the inconsistency one of these games I'm gonna get you I'm gonna score 200 points (laughs) I think I would cry All right, before I cry, um, and from your honest, honest (laughs) opinion about my team, it's it's fair, it's fair. Uh, Let's move on to the next. Oh, actually, we have a new subsection um, of our podcast called Skip or Ship, Ship or Skip, um, either one. But I'm going to name some, um, I'm going to give some stats from the past couple weeks, and then I want, I'm going to give you um, a stat line prediction for week three. And I want to know if you want to ship that stat line or skip it. All right. First is Najee, um, my namesake, um, versus Buffalo. Week one, 16 carries, uh, one reception for 49 yards. Week two versus Las Vegas Raiders, 10 carries, five yards, 84 yards. Or sorry, <laughs> 10 carries for five res- and five receptions for 81 yards and a touchdown. Uh, next week, he's playing Cincinnati. The stat line is 70 yards and a touchdown. Skip or ship? All right. I will have to uh, skip. I don't think Najee's going to be able to do it. I think uh, I think he has the potential. Honestly, I think he's, he's the type of player that could do it, but I think Big Ben is actually – he has like a chest bruise or something – peck bruise Mm. and i i don't feel so good about that and uh i i think right now Najee's he's still trying to get into the groove of things and when the starting quarterback is hurt that's going to just put extra pressure on him i'm gonna say skip i also i'm gonna have to skip on this one i think one he's too young to 
he's good. But I think he just has to develop his game a little more. Steve and also, calling someone too young. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm probably older than him, aren't, aren't I? Wow, what Maybe, a yeah. what a life. But yeah, I think Cincinnati was looking a lot better, so I think it might be a high-scoring game. So I feel like they might have to, might be a shootout. And there was a stat line on that showed the pass percentage from last year and this year, and almost every single team was increasing by like at least ten percent of throwing plays. Wow. So yeah. Wow, look at you doing some research. We don't <laughs> yeah, we don't that. take that around here. Yeah, we do guesses only. Yeah, gut feelings, man. <laughs> Educated I'm guesses. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm get sorry. those out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I actually shipped it. Um, I believe in my boy against Cincinnati. I think he. It wasn't just looking at last week's game. Um, Montgomery did fine. Um, I, I'm just hoping for the upside here. Um, so I'm going to ship it. Moving on to the next uh, player that we're going to look at on the other side of the ball, we have Adam Thielen, who versus Cincinnati in verse in week one, um, 10 targets, caught nine of those for 92 yards and two touchdowns. Week two against Arizona, seven targets, f- caught six of those for 39 yards and a touchdown. Uh, next week, he faces Seattle. All right, I'm going to give you a spoiler alert, but uh, Steve is copying my predictions. I'm going to say... <laughs> ship on the Adam Thielen. Um, you know, the Vikings offense has been pretty good, and there's only two guys that they passed here. And uh, what's his face? Uh, the Cook might be hurt. He might be yeah, hurt. So that yeah. would just mean they pass even more. And so I, Adam Thielen's having a, having a good unvaccinated year. I think he can get the 60 yards and a touchdown. Cool. He, uh, Brian called you out already. And Steve, <laughs> Steve shipped this one. I also shipped this one. I think it's going to be a shootout. Steve yeah, against Seattle, against Seattle especially. It's going to be a high-scoring game probably. Yeah, agreed. Uh, let's move on to the next matchup. Brian, who do we have? We got I'm projected eight now, WTF versus Team Che. Um, I have Adam winning this one, um, Team Che. Um, he's got Russell Wilson, Kamara. Uh, Metcalf, Hawkinson uh, are my are the top players that that pop out to me. Well, I'm not biased or anything, but you know, I'm gonna win this one. I think <laughs> Team Steve is gonna win. Um, you know, just if you look at his team, it's just so good, especially for being a tenth pick team. You know, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just, I I can't say it's just you know, so good. <laughs> apt, apt analysis <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say this is the uh the most lopsided matchup of the week um, <laughs> I, I went for a uh, team che i think he'll uh continue his uh his little uh winning he's not on a win streak okay but he's doing well he's doing well i think um you know he has the prototype for the small little nimble quarterback in Russell Wilson, you know, so, and the Kyler Murray, you know, he's the, he's the up and comer, you know, mm. he, he, he's learned from Russell Wilson. And then you got like Alvin Kamara who, you know, Miles Sanders and Antonio Gibson could learn something from learn a thing or two, you know? And so I think, uh, yeah, I think team Shay's going to take it. I will say there's a couple of factors here, um, on Steve's bench. Um, that might shift it and I might even shift towards 
betting on Steve. So Jamar Chase, I think he should be in your lineup. Um, Alexander Madison, if Cook, if Cook is out, then great start. Um, I think just with those two, closer game. I was actually going to thinking of starting Jamar Chase last week over James Robinson just because I think Jacksonville has stuff to figure out. Mm-hmm. But I just can't bring it to my heart to bench James Robinson, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's how it goes. Uh, I'm, I'm, let's go into ship or skip. Antonio Gibson, who against the Chargers in week one, 20 carries, three receptions for 108 yards. Week two against the Giants, 13 carries, two receptions for 73 yards, and has Buffalo next. Um, does he get a touchdown in the game against the Bills? Well, for me, I am a, a skip on this one. Uh, he has not scored a touchdown yet, and honestly, this 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 might be the game, but Buffalo is a little tough out front, and honestly, I, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling this one. I have to go with Ship just because he's my boy. He's my first round pick, first overall. Um, I mean, after watching the games, like he has really good runs. Like the fantasy points don't show, but like if you watch the games, his runs are really good. And <laughs> it's time they give him the ball at the goal line. Stop giving it to Terry McLaurin. He's short. <laughs> no, just give yeah. to my boy Gibson. Yeah, I agree with Steve. I'm gonna give Gibson the touchdown for next week. I think it's coming. If it's not next week, it's the week after. So, um, and then if it's yeah. not that week, it's the week <laughs> after that one, right? Exactly. Oh man, he has a zero percent chance so far. So you know, he's a. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he'll at least get our there pre- one day. Yeah. At least our prediction will be a hundred percent. He's he will. Uh, oh, actually, I hope he gets a touchdown this year. Fingers Keep crossed. Going, we've been, yeah, we've been, we've been jinxing a lot of players, but that yeah, might be the next one. Real. All right, next player across um, across the line, uh, we have TJ Hawkinson. Um, crazy stats. Week one against San Francisco, uh, 10 targets, caught eight of those for 60 yards and a touchdown against Green Bay. Um, nine targets, eight, caught those, 66 yards and a touchdown, and has Baltimore next. 50 plus yards and a touchdown. Ship or skip? Yeah, I'm a I'm a Debbie Downer. I uh, think once again I'm going skip. I think I think TJ Hawkinson is a great player, but this is more of an indictment on uh Jared Goff. Jared Goff's had a really good start to the season, but he also is just one of the most inconsistent quarterbacks in the NFL and I think uh, it's kind of showed in the the Green Bay game too. He had a really good start, and then he just fell off. And I think, I think we might see another bit of that falling off against the Ravens. I'm gonna have to go with Ship. I think Jared Goff loves throwing to T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, like you would never would have thought going into the season that this man would be getting like 20 targets in the first two weeks. But yeah, I think he's on that trend to stay high targets, high volume. And it looks like he's getting really good completion rate too, catching most of his passes. So I think he has to get 50 yards and touchdown. Yeah, especially um, if I'm expecting um, Baltimore and Lions to be like the Baltimore's Raiders game. Um, Bit of a shootout, not great defenses on either side of the ball. Um, Yeah, I I loved watching Monday night's game because... If you just look at Goff, you know exactly where he's gonna throw it to every single time. <laughs> and like every and like I had 
um, Hawkinson out of the league, and I just like fingers crossed and trying to like get some more points on my team, and it just keeps going to him. There was one point in in the fourth quarter late where it went to Hawkinson three times in a row, and Hawkinson caught all three. Um, so especially we're not a PPR half PPR league, but um, I think I think he gets it. Shit. All right, moving on into the next matchup, Brian. Who do we have? We've got QBs for sale, whose uh, new team name is uh, not an improvement, as we said before, against Harry Christians, Paul Wu. Uh, it's a lot closer of a game, this one, compared to the last one. But I'm going to have to go with Joe this round. Um, I'm not really liking what I'm seeing from a couple of Paul's players. I think Mike Davis... I mean, it's it, you can kind of see it coming, but Mike Davis just looks very uninspiring. Um, Noah Fant, he hasn't really seemed like he's done much either. And uh, Josh Allen, yeah, it's, it seems like he's taking a little step back, even though he's still good. I think uh, last year, obviously, he was a it was a career year, and I think it's natural to come down a little bit after that. I'm also I'm gonna have to agree with Brian. I'm going with Joe for this matchup. I think he definitely has an overall better team, especially with Justin Herbert, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins. The only questionable one is Chris Godwin. It's like you just can never predict who Tom Brady is going to target on the team. There's so many weapons. But with Paul's team, yeah, I think everyone besides his first overall pick is just iffy. They're all just like very mediocre. But yeah, I think I'm going to go with Joe for this week. You know, I put down Paul for this one, but um, I'm looking at the one duo really is appealing on George uh, on Joe's team: Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler, and okay. Robert Tanyan, and Robert Tanyan too. <laughs> but yo, he came back. You called him out for who? Yeah, but he, he he had a game. He did. But Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler, they're playing Kansas City. Uh, and Austin Eckler being a pass-catching running back, I think this is, could be a really big game for him. Um, so may, And then with that, Justin Herbert's going to get those points with him. So I might lean a little bit that way too, but um, other than that, I still believe in Paul's team. Two one, on, uh, two, one and one teams going against each other. Um, only one can come out as two and one. <laughs> All right, ship or skip. James White, who is currently sitting on Joe's bench, versus um, Chris Carson. So James White is playing the New Orleans play, uh, Saints, and Chris Carson is playing the Minnesota Vikings. Um, who gets more points next week? Oh, does James White get more points than Chris Carson in week three? Ship or skip. I'm going to skip this one. I think if we doubled James White, his points for the week, I'd go with James White. But I think this week, Chris Carson's got it. If it was PPR, it'd be a lot closer. Um, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Damian Harris. He looks like a really good back. Uh, he had a nice little 25-yard touchdown where it was like mini, mini Marshawn Lynch bouncing off a defender. So. I think, yeah, I think it PPR is a lot closer. I'm also going to have to skip this one. Yeah, I think James White is too touchdown dependent, especially because we're standard league. Um, like, without the touchdown, he's pretty much sub-10 points. But, yeah, also, 
what Brian said, if we were PPR, then it'd be more in topic. But this is definitely Chris Carson's game for to get more points than James White. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, the Chris Carson game, like we mentioned, is probably going to be a high-scoring game. So he probably there's a good chance he will get those touchdowns. Um, and this is barely under, but in week one against the Colts, he got, he had 9.7 without a touchdown, um, versus James White's, um, I think like 6.1, um, without a touchdown in the second week, they both had at least one touchdown that brought him up to, um, post or above 10 points. I, I think I agree with you guys. Um, I mean, Chris Carson's a much better player. Just hoping on the upside for James White. So I'm going to ship it. Other side of the ball, we got Calvin Ridley, um, who in week one against Philly, eight targets for five, um, 51 yards. And then second week against Tampa Bay, 10 targets for seven receptions, 63 yards and a touchdown. Next week, he has the Giants. Um, does he get 10 plus targets and a touchdown in week three? I'm finally shipping it, baby. <laughs> Let's go. I think I think if the Falcons want to be successful, they've got to throw it more. Um, I don't think relying on their offensive line and Mike Davis has been that good. I, I, I think the Cordell Patterson little trick plays, I mean, not trick plays, but giving him some change of pace is good too. But I think they're going to need to throw it more. And I think they've been trending in that direction too. And uh, New York... Giants, that'll be a nice competitive game for the Falcons. So I think they'll they'll be able to get some scores in there. I'm going to have to skip this one, especially because they're playing New York Giants. I feel like New York Giants' offense isn't the greatest. Yo, did, you see, did you see Daniel Jones <laughs> run for 70 yards? Yo. Uh, I don't he know. He didn't fall this time. <laughs> he did not fall. <laughs> he did not fall um, on his own. But, like... Ten targets, it's, that's a lot. He, like, just got it for week two and didn't get it for week one. Maybe if it was eight, then I'd ship, but I think ten targets is too many for him to get. I, I think he'll get a touchdown, but I don't know about ten targets. He had ten targets last week. Yeah, but he only had ten, but and the first week he had eight. That's, that's two more going on than ten. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, against New York Giants, it's going to be a run game. You think it's at the, at the, yeah, at the, at the end especially because okay. New York Giants won't score that much. Okay, I, I can see that. Garbage time, Calvin Ridley's not getting the ball. Most of the time yeah. he's going to be covered by the one, um, the corner, right? But I think I agree with Brian. Like The Falcons need to pass more. That That's how they're going to win games, I think, um, not on the ground. So, And I think the Giants are a good team to pass against. Um, so I ship it. Yeah, who are they kidding, man? They can't run. <laughs> the, the, the head coach is the, the Titans' former head coach, right? He's like, hey, I still got Derry, but it's Mike Davis. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not the same. All right, moving on to our next matchup. Who do we have, Brian? I'm dead. Um, We got Pancake House versus the Fresh Prince of Despair. That's Andrew <laughs> against me. <clears throat> Uh, I personally am not self-love. I'm going with Andy. I think Andy bounced back really strong after that uh, pretty rough first week. 
and I feel like my team gets more question marks every single week. So I'm not, I'm not confident in my team, and I feel like Andy's got a good team. So, yo, I went against what's his face, Aaron Jones, four touchdowns last week, and now I get to go against <laughs> Derrick Henry this week. This is fun. Amazing. Um, I also have Andy, but to, to be honest, I didn't even look at the matchup. I just, you know, <laughs> Brian's just a, you know, bad league manager. So, um... <laughs> dude, don't worry about it, bro. I did the same for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, unbiased, I I have Brian on this game. Um, I think Jalen Hurts has a good game against Dallas. Zeke also has a good game against Philly. So that's gonna be a fun game to watch. Um, I appreciate it, bro. You always got my back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Kyle Pitts. This is fun. Kyle Pitts, CD Lamb. I think, yeah, I think this will be an exciting game to watch on your team. Um, and on Andy's side, I mean, yeah, he has a good team. It looks like Aaron Rodgers is back. Um, crazy that those four touchdowns to um to Aaron Jones were all receptive. Uh, Receiving touchdowns. Yeah, there were touchdowns. Yeah. Like they passed Aaron Jones four times. Well, yeah, so, which means Aaron also has those stats. Aaron to Aaron, baby. All right, let's go into ship or skip. Uh, the first one is Cortland Sutton, who <laughs> had a great game last week. Um, so let's uh, going into the stats. Versus New York Giants in week one, three targets for one reception, 14 yards. Uh, and then second week popped off against Jacksonville, 12 targets for and nine receptions, 159 yards, um, no touchdown there either. Um, but a big game for him. In week three, does he get 10-plus targets and a touchdown against the New York Giants? Who, you, I mean, it's the Giants. Wait, I think oh, it's sorry, the, the Jets. Jets. The Jets, yeah. Other New York team. And it's it's same thing applies, you know, it's the yeah, Jets. Yeah, it's the Jets, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think this is a ship. Uh, Broncos, they don't really have many pass catchers after Jared Judy went down. Um, and yeah, so Sutton's going to take most of those targets. Yeah, I have to agree with Brian. This, this is kind of like a no-brainer, especially with Jared Judy out. It's going to, most of them is going to go to Corlin Sutton. So 10 targets is going to be easy for him. And it gets, it's against the Jack Jets, let's be real. What the heck was the difference between Calvin Ridley and Corlin Sutton? <laughs> Corlin Sutton had three targets week one, and you're complaining about Calvin yeah, Ridley's eight in week one. <laughs> Jerry Judy was playing week one. Yeah, I'm just playing. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only I, I ship this one too. The only concern would be he's going to get the, the ten touchdown. targets. I think the touchdown. Yeah, yeah. The I think touch, the touchdown yeah. might go to Noah Fant. Um, that's my only concern. But if if it's a, I mean, if they're in the red zone. Like goal line most likely going to Fant, I would say. Um, if they're further out, then Sutton's the guy. Other side of the ball, we got Ezekiel Elliott, um, who in game one, week one against Tampa Bay, 11 carries, two receptions for 39 yards. Uh, in week two, uh, came back with 16 uh, against the Chargers, uh, 16 carries, two receptions for 97 yards and a touchdown. Um, he is playing the Philadelphia Eagles. In week three, does he get now? This is a higher one 15 carries and a touchdown. All right, as my guy, I said skip, and that's basically because I think these, especially uh, division games in general, but especially like these weird, like Philly Dallas games, they always go so strange. 
Like, like you can never predict what happens in these uh, Philly versus Dallas games. And so I'm, I'm already expecting some shenanigans and something's going to happen with Zeke and I don't like it. Um, I'm going to have to ship this one just because Zeke is like the number one guy, even though Tony Pollard or yeah, Pollard got a lot of looks last game. And he got a touchdown. Yeah. I think when I was watching the game, but and they like fed Pollard the ball in like wide open slots, mm. and they made Zeke pretty much just run through the O line. <laughs> so I was just it was just, it was just confusing. But I think I think Zeke gets 15 carries. Like he should. Like it'd be dumb for the Cowboys not to give him 15 carries. And he's such a huge guy. There's like no way he doesn't get a touchdown, especially if they're like the one or two yard line. Yeah, I I ship this one too. Um, I think he gets the touchdown. Um, I think he gets the 15 yards, especially if there's garbage time. And if um, if the Cowboys win or, or are winning, then there's a good chance that they're just going to keep feeding Zeke the ball uh, until the game ends. So, um, yeah, I ship that one. Yeah. All right, moving on to our final matchup. Brian, who do we have here? We got Alm Holmes, Pat Machov against Saquon D's Butts. And I'm going with Saquon D's Butts this week. I think Yunho will finally get his first win. And I think he's going to win by 0.6 points just to for that <laughs> karma, you know, to come back. It's it's all going to pay off soon for Yunho. Um, <clears throat> in terms of rationale, I have none. I think you know's got it. <laughs> I love it. That's that's more rationale than uh, Steve's last pick, I think. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Tim. Tim's team just looks better, especially with the flex Rob Gronkowski play and and Travis Kelsey. Uh, Gronk's getting like all the end zone. Passes, yeah, just because that Tom Brady and Gronkowski connection. Um, Antonio Brown, you know, you know how fantasy goes one week they pop off, next week they're do absolutely nothing, then the next week they pop off. So, you know, he's he's gonna pop off this week. And you know, his team, <laughs> well, what's the laugh for? <laughs> his team is good, uh, yeah. I mean, like, on paper, his team it? is really good, yeah. Like Barkley, Waller. Especially Cooper Cup this year going off. Yeah, yeah Cooper Cup's the number one. Darren Waller's his kicker just made a kick last week. He didn't, <laughs> kick. He didn't even attempt to kick. Wait, I have Jason Sanders on my other league, and the other team had Graham Gano. So from the kicker only, he had 22 points, and I had zero just from the kickers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe you got to stream your kicker, you know, because um, <laughs> I also have Tim on this one. Unfortunately, um, I think, yeah, Antonio Brown is concerned because the first game, it looked like he was the wide receiver one. He had all the looks from Brady, uh, but maybe he was just covered more in the second game. Um, but uh, or maybe because Gronk got more looks in the second game, too, I think um, even outside the end zone. I th- maybe that's why it got split up more. Um, but yeah, I like I, I mean, you have Mahomes. I like Gaskin. Um, I like DJ Moore a lot. I think he's the one on their team and Travis Kelsey. So. Um, yeah, giving it to Tim. 
Yeah, Tim is really smart for the Rob Gronkowski flex. Yeah, you know, it's Tim's great idea, and uh, <laughs> I think he should be he should be supported for the double tight end lineup. I mean, if uh, yeah, did did he request it? Because <laughs> if he did, I, I think it's fair that he calls out like two other players that like, oh, these would be good fits in the flex that aren't really a flex. <laughs> I'm just gonna say. No, 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 uh, no, but like seriously though, I think you know his team is like I think Saquon Barkley finally got a long week of rest, and now he's against Atlanta. They've been ramping up his touches. I think Saquon Barkley is gonna get some good points total. And you know, yeah, he's got a great team. Darren Waller, Cooper Cup, Tyson Williams look good. Like I think, I think you know, as he's got a sneaky good team. I think he'll get his win soon. I'm so confused from Yuno's team because, like, looking at it, it looks so good. Yeah, yeah, that's why past two weeks he's won by a field goal, or he's lost by like a total of three points, right? Yeah, first week was less than a point, and this week was like two points. Yes. Oh yeah, that first week was not even close though. I think. But I also remember Tyson Williams fumbled at the one yard line. Yeah, and somebody else oh, from the Baltimore yeah, team yeah, recovered yeah, yeah. and ran in. So that won me the game. <laughs> yeah, there's so many ways he could like, or the kicker just makes a kick, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's so unfortunate, like, and you're and you're against Tim's team this week, like in your week three where you should yeah. be one and two. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. All right, let's jump into a ship or skip. Uh, Kenny Galladay on Tim's team um, versus Denver in week one, six targets, four receptions for 64 yards. Second game uh, against Washington, eight targets, three receptions for 38 yards. Um, next they have Atlanta, um, 40 yards and a touchdown is the ship or skip line. One, one thing to note here, I, some, some interesting, um, anecdote I heard Kenny Galladay is more like the, the long shot guy, um, with like Russell Wilson, he can like thread the needle into like right into his arms, into like into his hands, into the end zone. But Daniel Jones isn't that kind of guy and can't like target him and use, um, Kenny Galladay the best that he can but um, I don't know what do you guys think yeah I don't think there's a receiver that Daniel Jones can use to the best of their ability but actually you know what I initially said skip but now I'm going shit and the reason being is because in the last game uh, the what's it called the cameras caught Kenny Galladay yelling at uh, Jason Garrett, you know, and they're in a big argument. And one thing about Jason Garrett, ever since his Dallas Cowboys game, he's a big pushover. Someone yells at him, <laughs> the next game they get 20 targets. Guaranteed. Put it in the books. Kenny Galladay is getting 40 yards and a touchdown. Guaranteed. Wow. <clears throat> I did not know about that. But Jason yep, I've, I've never been any more confident, yo. Never been more confident. All right. Um, Shipper skip Kenny Galladay's Kenny Galladay. <laughs> <laughs> Six, 60 yards and two touchdowns. 
Wait, wait, did we just increase it on you? Yeah, me? I just increased it on you. You're so <laughs> confident I had to try. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not going for two touchdowns, right. but I think something like I think something like ninety yards and a touchdown, I'd be willing to go for that. Okay, okay, fair, fair. Um yeah, Steve, what about you? For oh I'm I'm skipping for the forty yards and touchdown, so especially skipping for the (laughs) (laughs) You wanna think about that last one a little more? (laughs) I don't know. I just I think Daniel Jones has a better connection with Sterling Shepard. I think he's like the only receiver on the Giants that is actually producing anything. I think Kenny Galladay will get more than forty yards, but I don't think he'll get a touchdown. So I think all those are going to go to either Barkley or Sterling Shepard. Oh yeah, I I shipped this one because I also did hear that he complained um, and that he might get some, <laughs> some luck. So. Um, yeah. All right. Um, it doesn't work in our league, by the way, because. People complain all the time. Nothing changes. Like your team that's, still that's sucks. Me. <laughs> I, every second I live, I'm playing my fantasy. <laughs> other, <laughs> other side of the ball, we have Kareem Hunt, um, who week one against Kansas City, six carries, three receptions for 81 yards and a touchdown. Week two against Houston, 13 carries, one reception for 53 yards. Um, did he get a touchdown in this one? No. No. Uh, yeah, so 50 yards and a touchdown week three against Chicago. Ship or skip? This one's a, this one's a skip for me. Uh, I think Kareem, ha- uh, Kareem Holiday. Um, Kareem is <laughs> <laughs> just he's, – he's good for six points. You need six points, he'll get you six points. You need seven points, he'll give you six points. <laughs> <laughs> besides week one where he got you 14 points don't don't look at that one but yeah i think he's just not used enough to like really guarantee like a big amount of stats but i think he's got a good chance of getting like one of those the 50 yards or the touchdown in my opinion i'm also gonna skip this one uh i don't know i'm honestly this one is very questionable because like i feel like 50 yards on a touchdown could be doable for him because they do use him a good amount but obviously he's behind chubb and chubb's kind of a beast yeah so uh i'm gonna have to say no just because they probably will use chubb at the red line if he's like not hurt or out of breath from running like 90 yards or something you know (laughs) yeah um i'm skipping this one too because it's against the bears um, the Bears look really good, and I think they did pretty well against the run, so I'm going to skip this one. Honestly, I'm actually kind of worried about the Bears. Now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like <laughs> they've got a good shot of getting like an interception, and then, boom, Cream Hunt just steals a touchdown. That could happen. I could see it. it. Yeah, yeah. I could see it. Um, I think it, this game, we definitely have to be disciplined, our defense. Cleveland is looking real hot this year. Yeah. All right, that brings us uh, to the completion of our week three matchups. Um, some exciting games coming up. It's going to be another uh, week of close games, heartbreaks, um, anxiety, you name it. Uh, we got it Please all. Please no more heartbreaks. Just, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've, 
I'm only one on one, and it just feels like I don't. It just doesn't look good. <laughs> is where I feel right now. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, you could be zero and two, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wait, I but have who knows how the that third feels. Like, most fantasy points in our league. Third most fantasy points in our league, and I'm zero and two. Zero and two. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. Points don't matter. Yeah, you should the pick record yeah. matters. You should pick better matchups. Yeah, <laughs> I have I have thirty more points and I have twenty more points than Brian. So I'm just gonna say that twenty points. That's like if my kicker wasn't Yuno's kicker. I did. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us today. Um, this week, as we recapped week two and look into week three, um, it's gonna be a fun week, y'all. See you next time.